live and recording. This is the uh, birth of our podcast, Awkward and Gross. The birth, we are coming out of the legs of the mama. <laughs> of mother. Of, of mother, mother universe. universe. Birthing this podcast called Awkward and Depressed. Why is it called Awkward and Depressed? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's because I believe we are all awkward and depressed at some point in yeah. our lives. Yeah, some some of us more than others. All the time. Like Sometimes. all the time. <laughs> yeah. So... Let's introduce yourselves, because, like, who are these weird voices in right? your ears right we're now? We're disembodied. <laughs> Say your name. Like, we're going to do it how we used to do it in school, guys. Remember? Like, they used to make us stand up in front of the Hi, class. Hi, I'm Timmy, uh-huh. and I want to be an engineer. And say, yeah, say, like, three things about yourself, something like that. So, Gabs, tell us your name and three things, please. Hello, world. My name is Gabrielle Alexander. I am a YouTube person. Now I'm a podcast person and I'm a film person. I've been a film person since I was 17 years old. I love what I do and that is my passion and my mission in life. So like that's like a lot about mm-hmm. myself. There we go. Three things. Hey, yeah, you got it. Matthew. That's Gaps. Yeah. Do we like her? Yes. We love her. Aww. Perfect. Yay. We're going to. Okay. <laughs> Gabby is opening a little container with white rice. Super Cuban of her. Tengo hambre, mami. Super Cuban of her. At the studio, there's like a clear sign that says that states the rules of the studio. And one of them is literally no food, no drinks. And here we are. Day one, breaking the rules. Listen, this is the star that I was born under for some reason. I was born under the star of a very well-meaning, good-intended heart. But I... (laughs) If there's anything, my mom had to run away from teachers when she was picking oh. me up from school. Con la queja. Oh, my shit. Dude. You were that girl. Was, I was that girl, dude. Mm. I was like... No, I was a goody-goody because no. my mom had me... Ka-ta. Oh, no, my mom had me... Ha-ta, but I also but had her... Ha-ta. Oh, like, shit. I was, I was just as... Mutual hata. Okay. So now me, my name... The annoying voice. No, stop <laughs> I'm it. sorry. What I, is that self doubt? I'm sorry. That's what is the that? Negative, what is negative that? Thoughts. Take that Go away. No, stop no, it. I'm beautiful. My voice is perfect. Okay. <laughs> My name is Ale Alejandra. Yeah. And I am also very passionate about storytelling. I love uh, YouTube. I love creating content. Very into fandoms such as Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Star Wars, and using the fandoms to speak about our daily struggles in this society. And I have a lot of opinions, oh and that's why God. we're here, right? Yes. So yes, that's me. Yeah, it's a probadita in Spanish, you know. <laughs> Today's episode is Cinco de Mayo is not a thing. I'm Mexican. I can vouch for this. I know what I'm talking about, okay? And Cinco de Mayo, just so you know, it's not our Independence Day at all. I'm not Mexican and I knew that. It's because we all want to party and like we need a reason to do it, right? Tanto in America mm-hmm. como in Mexico. Because in Mexico, we know that it's not a thing. Like every time Mexicans talk but about it, like they are annoyed fun. by it. Some Mexicans are annoyed because because of the very stereotypical, like I've seen some people that don't know about it, that like combine shit like, oh, like start dancing like tango with a sombrero and like a rose which is like from argentina like different things from like combine everything and say that that's cinco de mayo so like that's when it's kind of like okay you you clearly are not educated at all about what's going on question though how do you feel more or less about (laughs) seeing like the mexican like costumes in party city and stuff like that (laughs) (laughs) i guess this is when we get into it (laughs) but like in my case, like with Mexican stereotypes and like the sombreros and the mustaches and all of these things, I find it fun. Like I just take it as fun. I, I don't take it like super deep. Obviously, this is not how Mexico is and yeah. we're not like going around in burros. Like, but I think that's what makes it funny. Yeah. Gets into like, like the intention. If, if you I, are clearly making fun of me, 
Mexicans and being derogatory in, in any way, then okay, I'm not about it. But if it's just like a fun way to get wasted, I'm here, bitch. Like, I'm here for it. Right. It's fine. Like, if I saw a fucking Peruvian costume in Party City, I'd be so hyped. I would buy it. I'd look for a little llama. In, yeah, in one way, it's kind of like I representation. I mean, little not accurate representation, but some sort of representation. Yeah. But the point of this that I wanted to say is that I fucking need a drink, bitch. I would like a drink. Well, I'm glad you told me that because we here at the Awkward and Depressed podcast want to get you drunk. Here is the book Free the Tipple. We will be having a random cocktail inspired by a femme fatale, a strong female. We're going to yeah, try let's it. Let's get in on it. But my girl Selena deserves her own drink. Absolutely. So our bartender Rook is going <laughs> to pass us the drinks right now. Thank you so much. Thank you. Wow. wow. They look so cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's way better I no love it's it. still it <laughs> i love it oh she hates it no it's delicious i swear <laughs> I love cheers it. gaps cheers wow we shouldn't have done that in front, oh, like, over the next board nothing happened nothing happened uh, i like the number right. one the number two but the number three flavor <laughs> the me. faces that gabby is doing right now seriously you need to oh go watch my this god that like if you're just listening oh. also also watch it because it's oh. hilarious <laughs> el jueguito, el jueguito, vamos. <coughs> right. Now that we have our drinks and we're good and drunk, we just wanted to play a game with you guys. And in <laughs> this game that we're playing, we're letting you know some of the topics that we're going to be covering. Do you want to play a game? In our episode. <laughs> okay. Creepy, creepy. We're going to take little papelitos out of a jar. So we don't know what we're going to talk about until we pull it out. Each topic is accompanied with a color, either blue or red. So the one that gets the most blues is going to win. The one that gets the most reds loses. Which means that at the end of the episode, she's going to have to take a shot. I got so defensive just now because you said she. And obviously, it's either of us because we yeah. both identify as she. But, but if I thought you meant me. If and M I was, was like, really, mm. bitch? Okay. Okay. <laughs> let's go. No, no. Who, who's youngest? Me. <laughs> You're youngest? Yeah. I go first because I'm the oldest. Okay. Okay, bueno. I'm picking. What she gonna pick? Okay. Okay, so I got... <laughs> okay. <laughs> what did you get? Color red. So oh, oops. bad for me. Uh -uh. I got a red one. The topic is Latin mom. So okay. the fact of having a Latina mom, what Let's does that mean? Let's talk shit about our moms. moms. <laughs> this is the worst first topic, but anyway. Mom, I love you. <laughs> With okay. all my heart. With all our hearts, we love you guys. I, I actually have... Can I read my disclaimer? Okay. <laughs> I have a disclaimer, and it's the one and only disclaimer that I will give on the podcast at any other point in time. This is a nonverbal, hypothetical, one-sided contract. Mm -hmm. That goes directly to our moms. Mm -hmm. You're the best. I I'm gonna have to say mine in Spanish for my mom. Okay, that's so fine. just para para mi mamá en español. Esto es un disclaimer <laughs> para decirte que vamos a hablar de cosas interesantes aquí. No hay límites de lo que vamos a hablar. Va a haber temas fuertes y hay algunos temas no te van a gustar. So te recomiendo que no escuches cuando sean esos temas. Y yo te aviso cuando sean. So. Oh my God, I love how eloquent that was. I was gonna just apologize preemptively to my mother i was gonna say mom i'm not gonna tell you not to listen to my podcast but if you become a listener you are not allowed to give me shit over what you hear mm -hmm. because at this point if you proceed you have accepted mm -hmm. the nonverbal contract te quiero hasta el carro rojo buckle up buttercup this is my no mom filter mm -hmm. and i love you mm -hmm. <laughs> 
that that shows that we're Latin and <coughs> we have to have an episode where yeah. we tell our moms, "Hey, I love exactly. you." Exactly. This up. is the proof that you can see. Like, clearly, let's think about any other podcast ever. Would any of the, like I'm sure they deal with shit on their own quietly, yeah. but I need to broadcast it because no, I'm need too much to, of a coward yeah. to tell her in person. She'll exactly. just hear it if she hears it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. So cool. You've been warned. Han sido advertidos. Yes. Procedan con cautela. Okay, so there's many things, obviously. So we're going to talk about it a little bit, right? What I would say about having a Latin mom is restriction. okay? My mom was very overprotective, and I know now that it all came from a place of love and wanting me to be safe and having the best possible opportunities in life. Like, it's hard, especially being a teenager and, and, and trying to find yourself and, and discover who you are. When your mom starts saying, no, no, you can't wear these things because you don't look pretty and stuff like that. That is like, okay, now I learned that that's your opinion. But like, so it's, it's a whole thing. I always had to like explain, like my mom is very strict. My mom is very protective. That's why I can't go to this particular trip because she thinks that I'm going to be sold by the narcos yeah. and, and, you know, and yes, okay. Which there's in Mexico. There's that's, that's very real. It's very real. It's very real fears. And I understand. And I think that my mom has anxiety and she's never like actually yeah, explored that. that. Oh, absolutely. F because my mom is always worried of like, don't do that. Don't do this. Not you. You say no, because I don't want anything bad to happen. And, blah, blah, blah. and it's so much that it, permeates over everything around your life so it's kind of like hard to now as an adult being by myself and independent learn how to be in this world without thinking that i'm gonna die every five seconds right for every because single of, reason because of the the living with, with yeah. that anxiety already like since you were a seedling yeah you know um with my mom it's not like that anymore we have a much we have a much much more expanded relationship honestly i have a relationship with my mom right now that i never thought i would have she was more about the danger and protection and staying home and i can't get in someone's car no matter how well we know them yeah or like i can't i was a, i was a teenager and she found out i was going like from point a to point b with a group of like our parents and stuff like that in a friend's car And she had my friend park at a random gas station just so I could transfer to her car mm. about three blocks down. Like it yeah. was, as a kid, it's embarrassing as hell. Yeah. But like you realize as an adult, it's like there was a lot of fear. There yeah. was a, like there was like there 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 was something psychologically there. There mm -hmm. was some pressure, and you don't try to understand that when you're a kid. Maybe not everything's okay. You yeah. know, maybe not. Everything. I mean, and everything. Also, a lot of the like self-protective habits that i have come from from my mom you can be walking around by yourself as a woman at night oh, i yeah. see how it's useful because i see the reality of how the world is and, and, and yes you need these things so pretend that you're talking to, with somebody on the floor or actually call yes. your friend so that yeah, 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 you're, yeah. all of these little things and for that the last two for the last two years i worked downtown so i worked until 10 o'clock latest maybe one in the morning I've, i've been in downtown and i have to walk two or three two blocks to get to my car up a garage mm -hmm. downtown at night any miami person knows that's like completely full of 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 homeless people and like you hear gunshots and people whip their dicks out to pee mm -hmm. in broad daylight like but you know all of this stuff It, i've been crossing at two or three in the morning and there are still people up to cat call And that's so terrifying at two or three in the that. fucking morning. 
go to sleep. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Why do you yeah. have to be there? What good are you doing standing mm. in a street corner that you are like, what, what? I so it's danger. Yeah. There, danger is very fucking real yeah. for women. So from that side, so I'm grateful for yeah, 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 the yeah. tools my mom because gave it's, me. It's like, yeah, but then it's protective. sometimes it was over. It was too much. Absolutely. You know, it's like about. But we'll go into we that should, at yeah, later we'll, times. So it's yeah. in its own episode. We'll give it its own episode. Ooh. And Gaps is going to pick a subject now. Next right. topic. Next su- I like this. Here we go. Gaps, what's the subject? Political labels. Ooh. So. Wait, what color is it? It's blue. Girl! Political labels. I'm already losing. Okay, here we go. I'm glad that I got to be the one to talk about this okay, first. Okay, <laughs> okay. Tell us the Okay, thing. because uh, something you should know off the bat, that while we agree on mostly, mostly, yeah, most things, things, there are slight uh, uh, thought patterns that don't totally agree all the time, which yeah, is great. Yeah, we have different point of views. And yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing. It's, awesome. it's almost like two millennial like children of the of the new world think differently it's so weird like people love thinking like oh it's your friends that are uh changing your mind like my mother i love you mommy she very much thinks that my perspective is because of where i am or 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 my friends or like like, it's like no because if that's the case i would think exactly like you Mm -hmm. because i've been with you my My whole whole life life, yeah (laughs) like uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So anyway, yeah. Mommy issues. <laughs> okay, so political labels. I think they kind of have a lot of weight now. If, if anyone says that they're a Republican uh, or, or or a Democrat, immediately, like right off the bat, uh, the stereotype wall goes up because of all the fucking um, very very left or very very right. I feel like it's a very flashy minority mm-hmm. that gets put as the stereotype for the group of people okay. that believe in that. Yeah. In my opinion, or the way independent I think about it. is when you don't support either, right. right? Or it's not that you don't support either, it's that <coughs> you support multiple things throughout the spectrum. Okay. Like yeah. I believe that for example, I'm an, I I think I lean more towards being an independent because I lean towards a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. All and to very different extremes. There are a lot of things that I don't that I don't believe in and it sucks that just because I'm like, yes, I'm a woman and I, I believe in equality, everyone has to label me as like, okay, uh, you're a you're social a justice warrior, social you're a snowflake, you're this. It's like, there's yeah. so much more to the um, spectrum of fucking opinion that I have. And it's stupid of you to assume just because I agree with certain things, I agree with everything, or I'm a, I'm a stereotype. I believe that very limited-minded uh, individuals stick to stereotypes, but we're all in a fucking twist about the stereotypes. We take them so seriously, but I think if we don't take them seriously at all, it takes away their power. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. Yeah, dude. I that's me. I think we have the same opinion. It's like the 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 extremes. Like there's extremes in both sides, in all sides. And and those are usually the ones that get oh the yeah. spotlight. Also, that's like yeah, it's not just two. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, of course. For example, me as a Mexican mo- that I moved into the U.S. four years ago, I had no knowledge of the political climate in the U.S. Um, 
I had no idea what really meant to be a Democrat or a Republican. I still don't really like not. I have it a little bit more clear now, but I, there's still so much that I don't know about it. And then I wouldn't know what I like would define myself as I like my instinctually would be Democrat. But but I really don't know because like you said, it's not just one box. Like there's many things in the table that you need to like consider and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll figure that okay. out. I say we do a next uh, yes, let's subject. Go. Okay, I'm next gonna one. get another topic. Yes, I got a blue one. Oh my god. Okay. Okay, but it's me too. Ooh. <laughs> All of these heavy subjects. That like, well, we chose extremely heavy subjects. Yeah, to we, put did, into we did. We did. Okay, so me too. To me, it means people sharing stories of sexual harassment. So it can be sexual assaults, uh, it can be rape, anything along those, like that spectrum. Um, I hope it's literally uh, a movement and not a moment. And, and, and it opened my eyes, honestly, because I before the Me Too movement, I did not know that this was so common. It opened my eyes to how much toxic masculinity is alive in the society. I thought it wasn't as alive. Um, and, and, and it seems to me ever since the Me Too movement that everybody at least knows somebody that's gone through something, Absolutely. some sort of uh, sexual um, harassment. Got you. Um, um, so yeah. Well, okay. So I think that there's, there's a couple topics. The toxic masculinity, I think that's its own topic. Yeah, definitely. I feel like Me Too is its own, and I don't necessarily think that they're because of each other because I've, I've very much heard of... of as legitimized as as you know people that that just are attracted to the same sex it's not just men that are raping out there it's women that are raping too yeah it's, yeah it's women that are Absolutely. that are assaulting people you know this is this is this is not this cannot be allowed a bl another blind community mm -hmm. like we can't blanket through it. right yeah. we can't go through another like oh we're trying to free a bunch of people from the stigma of being abused sexually if all of this is happening if all of this 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 noise and attention is given to the me too movement then it's a fucking waste to concentrate that me too movement on only women and and start circulating uh words like toxic masculinity because that's keeping an entire other group of people that get mm -hmm. Um, abused by women and if this is a me too movement it's it's an all of us thing mm -hmm. so it's men too and men don't feel there's, there's a whole other episode on that too men don't feel like it's okay to talk about uh, sexual, sexual assault abuse because yes. it's like you're a dude yeah you probably that's a whole other it. thing it's like that's that's so such a fucked up well thing that's to say. also and then you're saying, uh, people say also masculinity that's that's the thing it's it's we, like we, we would have to go into to open. Yeah. right but that we would have to go into what defines toxic masculinity because i don't think there's anything about masculinity that is toxic no, no, no. I think that's not what it is. But there's there's toxic like that's masculinity that I, and there's masculinity. Of, I understand, I understand. It's but I feel terms. like there was some type of, like when that word was created, I think it wasn't created correctly for what it means mm -hmm. because it villainizes anyone who connects to the word masculinity. Mm -hmm. And it says that something about masculinity is toxic. And I think that's wrong. I don't but think anything about masculinity mm -hmm. is toxic. I think, and I don't think anything about femininity 
is toxic. Yeah, because they also bring up toxic that? femininity. Right. What, yeah. That doesn't. There's. There's nothing. So that has how to would be you dis, dis, define? I believe that it's a. It's it's, it's 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 a a rudeness and abusiveness. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 a thing amongst people. It's a predatory nature that many kinds of people have. People that love to abuse children. Those are men and those are women. You know, they're, they're, it's, it has nothing to do with the fact that they are men or women. It is, it is something within them as people. Well, but you can't deny how the patriarchy is established in the system and it benefits a man. We can't just deny that the that thing no that one's part denying of it. it no one's denying it yeah. and in no moment was there any discredit to that happening it's saying that that's not the only thing that happens and that yeah. doesn't mean that anything is lesser that does yeah not absolutely mean that like it's every it just single means that it's equal problem of abuse coming from any kind of human towards another one it's it's the but, same but let's like let's, let's give thing. strength to that I mm-hmm. think let's give strength to to that mentality and talking about you and and talking out loud about your abusers and not having shame over something that happened to you. Mm-hmm. But I think that when people centralize over the sex that did it, it's it it, it starts to divide to people divide more. Divide people mm-hmm. more. Okay. Because I see that. I, I I'm a I'm I'm a bisexual woman, so I'm attracted to femininity and I'm attracted to masculinity. Mm-hmm. So saying that there's something toxic about these things is the wrong way to say yeah it. but the thing is that people are not finding the right defin- like not applying the because right the definition. word isn't right mm-hmm. because the word isn't right but the concept is very much real and alive very people, much i agree people like to it use it as different. a no it's, it's not existent like no that's not right like women are already equal like it's important to not deny it because that's how but it's people silence that, the oppressors. I feel oppressors. like that's why people have to underline the, the actual problem. It's not that it doesn't exist. There's there's every kind of fucking person out there, and I just want, I just very much am against the blanketing of. I'm a, a I'm for finding new a new term a mo- most adequate like term to to define this, yeah this thing this phenomena, cool. and I think that's a really. Heavy topic. Really heavy topic that we really got into. See, we have a lot of stuff to say. Uh, I say we go for one last one. So I pulled a red one. Oh, okay. And the topic was God. Wow. Oh, God. So, of course, I would pull this topic (laughs) because I'm obsessed (laughs) with God. (laughs) Like, it comes down to even my script writing, and I realize it. I don't think people think about God as much as I think about God. Okay. Like, and it comes out very much in conversation, and Mm -hmm. I think that came from uh, the way I was raised. You know, I was raised in a very, very, very Christian household, very traditional Hispanic Pentecostal church. Um, if anyone knows anything about Pentecostals, we believe in like the um, fruit of the spirit and like having um, the the uh, gifts of of like healing and oh. and tongues and all of this stuff. Oh, wow. So it was it was colorful, and we were Latin, of course. So mm-hmm. we were we were. The the you know the the go- the stereotypical black gospel church. Okay, we were that for Hispanics. Oh, like everybody shoes off, clapping around, happy as hell. Wow, like, did not yeah. know that existed. Yeah, okay. that exists. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Wow. And um, uh, I I grew up 
in that. And I grew up very, very centered on the idea that, you know, God's with you. God hears you. God helps you. You're important to God. God, that. So like, who is God for you? Or what is God for you? God was very different for me when I was in that. Okay. Than what God is for me now. Oh, interesting. All right. Yeah. Um, God back then was the, whoa, we're going to get so deep. God back then was the father I didn't have. Like it was the protective, um, like, this is not to talk, if I have to do a disclaimer for my father, then that'll, Mm. that'll be for every episode because I'm pretty sure the daddy issues come too. I Mm. mean, I think we all have the mommy issues and the daddy issues. Yeah. No, I I felt a lot of fear with my father growing up. So God was the opposite of that. God was like, I'm not scared of God. Now in the Old Testament, you know, I, oh yeah, he did some crazy shit in that one, but uh, he's good. And he's, you know, I grew up in that. Um, My relationship with God now is uh, very open. It is that of an idea because I had a time where I walked away from the idea of God Mm -hmm. because I was very alone, very alone. And when I felt I needed God the most he was gone and mm-hmm. I had always read all the bible stories about like you know when you know everything is horrible for you and at your weakest and your darkest if you still have faith in God God will show up yeah and I got there many times and there were many times that God didn't feel like he showed up mm-hmm. so that sucked for me and it sucked for me in a very childlike way like I really believed yeah you know and so when nothing showed up it was like what do I make this what do I make out of this so I had to change the way I thought about God because I feel like there is something out there something perpetual something that drives everything I don't subscribe to the idea that there is no God I I think that there is a giant amount of energy and power in the universe mm-hmm. and that it has something and we're connected to it in some way so that's God to me and I do think that there is a maybe Maybe a morality to it because something in the soul feels good when something morally just happens. Mm-hmm. And I think that connects to whatever that God is, that energy is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know about right and wrong. I know about like moral standings of being a human being that haven't been defined yet. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. That's what yeah. I think about God a little That's bit. Dope. Um, I guess my relationship with God, it's sort of similar and obviously different. Um, I was raised Catholic. I went to a Catholic school all my life. I was even, uh, how do you call, uh, colitos? An altar boy. A ser- altar server? <laughs> you were an altar girl. I was an altar girl. <laughs> um, yeah. But it was very much like because people told me to do it. Like I was not there because I wanted. It was just because that's how this, like, that's how my world around me just told me to be like at my, in my school every first friday of the month we had a mass obligatory and you had to wear the special uniform every day at 12 we would uh, stop our classes to go out and pray the angelus it, it was you know all around me up until middle school and then it stopped being so implemented into me by others. I did believe in God back then, and I believed everything that they told me about it, like of how the Adam and Eve, all the stories of the Bible, everything I believed it. And and then also I started questioning it. The way that that fucks people up, yeah. um, scientifically, yeah, is so harmful. That's I, I that's what I was gonna. I w- that's what I was gonna go Absolutely. to. That I, I started to have science class and literally 
we would go from religion class to science class and they would tell us two completely different things. So it was it was at that point that I was like, wait, what the hell is going on? You guys are telling me two different completely things about the same. Like I, that's when I started questioning um, more about it being more like, wait, like what? And then also another thing is like I never felt comfortable confessing my sins to a priest. I was always like, I don't understand, like, because they keep telling me that I can have a, uh, like, the, exactly co- the connection I, with mm-hmm. God is between him and me, and it's personal, and it's this thing between us, sacred and very holy, and very, like, between him and me, and he always sees me and always listens to me, so why do I have to talk to this dude Absolutely. about my sins if I can just tell him myself? Which is, like, which is, which is with, with Christians, and, and, yeah. and at least the way that it was with my with my church, they would raise you in, like, First, you learn the the book and you learn the Bible, you learn everything, and then you learn how to go and minister to people. Mm-hmm. Or you go and, you know, you got to go and spread tracts, which with like John 3.16 on them. And you go and try to be fishermen of men and bring mm-hmm. people to church yeah. because you're trying to help people. You're trying right. to save people. Save people, yeah. There mm-hmm. are a lot of people in the church that they have good hearts. Uh, f- absolutely, but, yes. But for example, the thing with the priest in our church, we were like, you know, this is why, you know, yeah. the Catholics, they're our brothers, but they're not. They don't, we don't agree on the same mm. doctrine okay. because you guys believe you need to go through a guy. Not you guys, but the, Catholic, Catholic people believe yeah. they need to go through a guy while simultaneously believing that God needs to have a guy, mm-hmm. but then he also listens to you when you pray. It's like having someone's direct phone number, but you still like to use this random old dude that hears everyone's bullshit all the time. Yeah. That like is probably going to judge you. Exactly. Like, and tell you and give you homework. Yeah. Like, what the fuck like, is the oh, point? Oh, you need to pray these many. And I was like, like, it I adds such a mentality of debt. It yeah. adds such a mentality of guilt of like your sins and the things you do have was, a price. Dude, it was so always bad. this thing of like, you can't confess if you're not truly sorry for your sins. You have to be truly sorry. And I was that's not truly way, sorry. That's I was like, I'm not sorry that I lied to my mom. I had to lie to my mom so I could like do this thing or whatever. You know, like I took Absolutely. the good and I left yep. what I didn't agree with. So now I am what they call agnostic. I think if I were to categorize myself, then I would probably lean more towards like, I don't know, gee, like, Hist- it's an ongoing thing so maybe mm-hmm. like because a, 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 i believe uh, i i believe that the spiritual mixes in with with science and yeah. it explains yeah. the other it doesn't it doesn't no, have to be against each other yeah okay so something around there yeah there's something about that it's a whole Quite. thing whole thing next yeah. subject I next think. subject we're let's change we gotta keep going yes yeah Okay. Um, I have Four. one red and one blue. I have one red and one blue too. So, or this might be the last subject. This might break it. Mm-hmm. Ha! What is it? Sex. Yummy. <laughs> no, I'm literally just long. every time you know that we're gonna talk about some shit like that, you're just gonna hear me hear me like lecture my mother. Like, no, yeah. no, go away, mother. Go away. Don't listen, dude. I have Stop two it. blues, I one red. I win. Two blues? No, because then I haven't pulled. Okay, fine. We'll see. We'll see. Let's see. Well, you know what? I'm going to pull now. And <coughs> okay, pull now. If it's a red subject. Okay. Then you lose. What is it? Is it red? What is it? I don't know. I forgot. Let's what? Just talk about, let's no, just talk about girl, sex. What just happened? Let's just talk about she sex. Just pull it back in. Let's just talk no about sex. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about, let's talk about sex. A little bit, a little bit. Okay. All right. 
opinions on sex, Ali. Sex. Okay, so I okay, sex. I don't know why it's very taboo as well. Being Hispanic, um, everything <laughs> comes back to that. Hispanic fucking culture, bro. Everyone's like, oh, what's our thing? What's our what's our? To yeah, that we're sexy bitch, and caliente, to be sexy like salsa, and they're spicy yeah. and all yeah. this bullshit. And we have such a fucking vice grip on our daughters' pussies. Yes, like oh, why? Oh my god, why? Why is there so whole, much like, like virginity so much, mongering? Yeah, so much value on staying a virgin until marriage, and so much value on staying pure for your your man. But and, it's okay oh. because they're men. Oh yeah, for guys the to men are rip fine. and dip. Yeah, it's all of these the double standards. It's horrible. Um, it's gross, bro. Come it's on, gross. it's gross. So it's in their nature. You have to understand. It's the way it's always been. It's yeah. <laughs> Come on. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Okay. Good. Can continue. Right. So, is this whole thing? So, so speaking about sex, it's kind of like hard for me. I can't like, for example, the other day, <laughs> it's the gaps put on because of research. She was. Um, she put on a video about masturbation and it was very explicit and graphic and it was fine it was a very fine video but i was just very uncomfortable watching it there with gaps next to me and like a vagina picture in the and, and where to fold the labia to move yeah the proper sex yeah and the, the clitoris and blah blah so all of these things is like even though if i don't want it to be awkward it's still awkward because all my life it's been like it's been told to me that sex is something secret and awkward and you didn't la 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 and because you're a lady all of these things and oh, it's like what it means to be a lady <sighs> in hispanic culture yeah so oh god so like how are you supposed to have like a normal what even is a normal healthy sex life or sex or, or relationship know. with sex yesterday i had a i, I had a dream about that how about that that video that we saw about masturbation oh, yeah? of the picture of the woman and the legs <gasps> and and i was hearing this voice telling me like how to touch it and i'm like ah, i don't know if i have consent it was weird it's you are like worried about con- your and it was person. a pic it was like a drawing you in were my worried dream about consent about a drawing yes so okay cool um, who lost okay you were supposed i forgot i really did Okay, she's gonna take out one right now just to see the color. What is it? You lost? My bitch, it's the same one. <gasps> see, it's meant what? to be. Don't put it back. What did you get? Your North Star. Oh, and the color? It's a red. Oh, girl, she so lost. We're technically even. No? no, I have two blues, one red. Fuck! I you lose. The shot. Okay, cool. Yay! Star. Your North Star. Real quick, real quick. <laughs> yeah super cute yeah so your north star i want to talk about that um, i didn't know what it was so please explain yeah absolutely so your north star the way i describe that is um whatever you deem a self-actualized life now self self-actualized life is when you are able to think like as an older person on my deathbed if i look back and i see my life I'm going to be fulfilled. Everyone has that that point of fulfillment. Now, that point of fulfillment could be skewed because of, you know, value on money or or anything of that effect, but if you have a true sense of self and you you care only about true happiness and and creating uh, the best life for yourself, then at that point your north star simply points you in the direction that you should aim your life in. 
For example, my North Star has always been creative. My North Star has always been art. My North Star has always been expression, like the podcast, mm-hmm. like the YouTube channel, like the eight years and seven years in film yeah. or, or something to that effect, like the acting. That's These are all the writing, for example. I love creating universes. I love making things. And a lot of people, um, I, I left my job not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And it was a very good job. Woo! Woo! You go, Gaps! <laughs> I left my job. It was a very steady um, job. It was with with some of the best people I've I've had the absolute honor of working with. And it was hard to leave my job. Like, yeah. it wasn't easy. It wasn't like, like a lot of people, they, they have the fear of surviving, of course, yeah. and, and different um, lifestyles. They're, they're going to call for different amounts of need for 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 money and and I got to the point thanks to my job that I was able to save up enough to just bet on me and I want more people to to feel fulfilled and happy in their lives because the number one thing like you look up on Google and shit like that is like I hate my job I hate what yeah. I do I am unhappy in life and I feel like when people are unhappy with their lives they they can't be good people because they're unhappy, they're, they have Absolutely. that brokenness in them, and we all do, and that is not something to be ashamed of. So I think, like, my kind of just mission, whatever the fuck that sound effect was, <laughs> my kind of mission in life is this idea of that North Star. It's that idea of helping and, and inspiring in any way I can by practice or by helping people and talking to people um, how to how to help them achieve and reach their North Star, and their North Star is the thing that they love. Yeah, the thing that makes them happy. And for example, for me, my North Star is to be just a director, a writer, and an actress. I want my my life in California. I want my ability to take care of my family, and I want to make stories. I want to create worlds. Yeah, with books and stuff. So yeah. that's my thing. So I'm gonna try to do that. So every decision I make every day, I'm going to ask myself, does this point me towards my North Star? Mm -hmm. And that's enough to help get you there. Yeah. And that's what I would want to help people do. Hell yeah, dude. I love that this is the last topic that we're like finishing the episode on. What drives my whole life is to be creative and create things and content and, and, and stories that will also help humans just share their stories and, and and represent every single type of colorful amazing human that lives on this earth a voice to the voiceless yeah um oh you're just gonna take a shot of the drink Shh. girl it's <laughs> not I a shot know that Dude, with a no mom filter yeah i can't deal like i i'm very very lightweight i've always been a lightweight but i used to have an alcohol problem as like a child not a child child but like i was too young but um i i just i i don't feel the need to drink alcohol as much because weed has been a part of my life yeah it's been a very healthy part of my life so like alcohol is kind of like eh. i will i just want to say thank you guys for listening to our very first episode absolutely you guys are here from day one and if it's like 10 years in the future and we've done some really cool, cool inspiring shit. Yeah. shit. And you're dope. like, damn, this is where they started. Oh. Just so you know, bro, yeah. we're like beat and broken and broke. And, yes. you, and if you are too, that's cool. And that's if cool. it doesn't become much, whatever. We got I this. hope it inspires you anyway. We got this. <laughs> we're going to inspire and get inspired. And Yay. it's going to be a cool thing. Happy stuff. Yeah. Awkward and depressed. Awkward and depressed. <laughs> so 
If you liked our podcast, please follow or subscribe. The Awkward and Depressed podcast available on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Please leave us a review on iTunes and all of the platforms. It honestly helps us out a lot. Honestly, honestly. It helps spread us out. If you've got friends, let them know. We tried really hard, and it's been many months of trying to do this podcast. So if you share it, that would mean a lot to us. Please follow us on Instagram at awk and dep. Not like Johnny Depp. One less P. Just one Depp. Ock and Depp. (laughs) Yeah, that's spelled A-W-K-N-D-E-P. Yes. And you have the opportunity to be an extra awesome human being by coming onto our Patreon and visiting patreon.com slash awkward and depressed. If it says that it's us, then it's probably us. Yeah. Unless you want to give your money to random people that are saying they're awkward and depressed. Just us. Please please give it to us. Please. We need it. We need to make back. This was a very expensive episode. Yeah, this was expensive. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And if you want to do some specific stalking, you can follow us at, and this is when I take my shot. If you want to follow me, go to YouTube. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Go to youtube.com slash Ale from the heart. If you want to follow me on, <laughs> yeah, she just took it all. Mm-hmm. If you want to follow me on Instagram, that's at Ale from the Heart. And now, if you want to follow Gaps, mm-hmm. wait, she's taking my drink too. I took her drink also. What? So you can follow me on YouTube.com/slash Muted Alpha Behavior. That's muted, like shut the fuck up. <laughs> alpha, as in the person telling you to shut the fuck up, and behavior, as in human behavior. And you could also follow me on Instagram at the Muted Alpha. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please stick around for the next episode. Yay! <laughs> Goodness gracious. Okay, bye. We did it! That's a podcast if I've ever heard one. Oh, yeah.